Good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today we watched, oh, oh boy, <laughs> did we watch a stinker. It, it, it was, uh, it was rough. Uh, don't worry, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna have a full discussion about whether this movie was worse than Epic Movie or not. Uh, we'll save that, though. Yeah. Uh, for, for a little bit later, but for now, let's just, uh, let's just get started. Uh, the movie we watched was The Strangeness, mm -hmm. and Britton, why don't you tell us a little bit about what we just witnessed? It, 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 it's, what we witnessed was a damn shame. Uh, the, you know, the movie, I, I, I was searching for the movie, it was made in 1985, I'm like, oh, that's the golden age of movies. That's, that's what like, it that, said that, it came out. It, it, it even said that on IMDb. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I was, I was like, all right, golden age of movies. Uh, Back to the Future came out the same year. How bad could this be? Boy, oh boy. It was, uh, so the movie takes place, it doesn't really say where, if it's in California or, or Australia, or Australia. <laughs> like, we couldn't really determine. But, uh, it, most of the people were American, so we'll say at least it's America. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the movie takes place in a mine. Uh, this, uh, corporate, uh, liaison kind of gra uh, hires a bunch of people to explore a, a mine that was, uh, shut down to see if it's still worth salvaging. Mm -hmm. So, uh, they kind of go into the mine and meander. They so, just... really, there's, I guess, two stories going on, because there's, a uh, we have the corporate liaison, yeah. and who, who is convinced that there's, like, millions of dollars of gold in this mine. Yeah. Uh, mine, not mine, that, uh, <laughs> that hasn't been excavated yet because a previous crew died. Yeah. Like, years ago. I, I know there was something about a Native American, uh, uh, lore, or a Native American, uh, Superstition that was keeping the keeping the mind uh, mind closed or something like that. They, and, and that superstition is explored by like this this book writer yeah. who's trying to get information about this and write this book and you know explore his uh, excavation into the mine and sell it. And he is probably the most insufferable character in the entire movie. Like, and that's saying a lot. Like, imagine taking a regular guy. And have them do a database voice from uh, <laughs> uh, from The Simpsons, like, How's it going? My name's Database, you know, or Data, uh, just Data. And it was almost like he was doing an impersonation of someone obnoxious, while also being obnoxious naturally. So there were seven people, I couldn't tell you who all of them are, but we're gonna, I'm gonna try to quantify them into, like little uh, descriptions of them. Yeah. So we have obnoxious guy. Obnoxious. Yeah, the obnoxious bio biographer. Uh, yeah, book writer, novelist. Yeah. His sometimes pretty wife. Yeah. Um, the we're gonna say the the creeper who's got a big stupid, uh, not full bushy mustache, but looks like the dis. Uh, I think you describe him as the distilled version of the '80s. Yeah, he looked like pretty much everyone. Everyone's uncle from the 80s. Or everyone's father's friend from the yeah. 80s. Every, or, yeah, your dad's drinking buddy. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, Marsha Wallace. Not really, but a girl looks a little bit like Marsha Wallace. I don't uh, know who that is. She's the voice of Mrs. Krabappel from oh, the Oh, okay, Simpsons. okay. Then we have uh, <laughs> Bushy Beard um, Crybaby. Oh, yeah, we have the... Uh, the uh, the Wish.com version of the every 80s guy. Uh, like his, the every 80s guy doppelganger. Sidekick. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we have, 
the Australian guy who the only re- like it's just a bad accent. It's all it is. A guy I, doing a bad Australian accent. I, I don't know if it was Australian or if he was doing something, you know, a Cockney accent. It was just out of place. I have a feeling he was supposed to be the Quint of, yeah. of, of the group, like trying the the doze eyes, the dead eyes. It just I don't know what the hell he was talking about most of the time, though. The only reason I think he's Australian is because every now and again he would say matey. And I don't yeah. know if they were trying to go that. I mean, he was also dressed in like a. He was dressed like a cowboy. Yeah, yeah. I think they were going for Outback, but it yeah. looked cowboy, you know, because I don't think they could afford Outback costumes. No. And I, if it was actually made in the 80s, it would make sense that they were trying to shoehorn an Australian yeah, guy in. 80, yeah, Australia was pretty big in the 80s. And I'm still the same size. Um, <laughs> thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much. And rounding out the cast, we have the uh, the main liaison, who uh, the main guy who's like leading the expedition, and who he, looks like Mister Feeney. Yeah, yeah, he's an he's a, he's a hard ass throughout the entire movie. Like, and you, oh god, no, just like uh, time is money. We gotta get everyone working. They're like, uh, what are we waiting for? We got, and just rushing the the whole ordeal, which is weird because nothing happens. Yeah, they they were rushing to find nothing. So well, there is a monster in this movie. Uh, yeah. It's kind of an afterthought, but it probably was in the movie, too. I, I, I think he might have had all of three minutes screen time. Like, uh, Hannibal Lecter had the same amount, you know, and he won the Oscar. Uh, Hannibal Lecter had far more than that, but yeah, I see what you're getting. Uh, but yeah, uh, one thing apparently they also couldn't afford was lighting. Yeah, that is it, a crucial problem of this movie. It is probably one of the most underexposed films I've ever seen. It is... Uh, yeah, there are there are several shots in this movie where you just see flashlights bobbing around in the in in pitch darkness, and I'm gonna say something that, that might be a little bit controversial uh-huh. here. Uh-huh. Um, this main idea of we gotta excavate this mine that's been closed down, uh-huh. and there's a monster slowly picking this group off one by one. Yeah, there is a good movie. Here, this just wasn't it. This it, idea should be remade, I think, into a into a better movie. All right. Uh, are are you are you giving us that task? No, 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 no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I'm just saying that if Hollywood likes to keep on remaking movies, this one is a prime movie to remake because the idea in and of itself can be done well. Yeah, like, yeah. all right, we have this claustrophobic mind. We have, you know. Uh, legends and you know uh, not fairy tales but stories of yeah. monsters and we actually have a monster that starts picking your people off one by one like this is basically like uh, like Alien or any other slasher yep. movie just in a mine and that would be a cool place to explore think the descent with an actual real uh, monster instead of something that could or could not be uh, spoiler alert an imagination monster you know yeah oh. So, like, yeah, I really think this movie can be remade and redone. I don't have that level of talent. I, I don't think any of us do, but somebody does. Uh, yeah, I any guess, of us in the uh, room does. I, 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 oh, I thought you were going about, like, a, oh, we should rewrite that. No, 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 no. And I don't want to. I got, this movie it, was shit. Yeah, it, it, it's one of those movies that uh, if you watch it, you're going to have trouble staying awake. And when you're done, you just feel empty. Yeah, I... I almost like as I was watching it, I was almost likening it to, uh, uh, oddly enough, to the Abyss in a weird way, uh-huh. because the um, the hard ass uh, Mr. Feeney guy, like 
as he starts getting closer and closer to the gold, he becomes more and more unpredictable. Yeah, more. And, go ahead. Yeah, just, yeah more. Uh, no, yeah, you're right. More of a hard ass. Yeah. And until he snaps and just starts attacking and trying to kill the people. And I'm like, that's actually, like, man, that would have been cool, because that's basically the same thing as, spoiler, uh, uh, same thing as um, the guy from the Abyss. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Michael Bean. Yeah, Michael Bean. Um, like, he has the same almost character arc and almost becomes a a, a villain to the movie, you know, mm. other than the monsters. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, the difference between Michael Bean and, uh, uh, the corporate li liaison is that Michael Bean was go slowly going crazy just from the the environment, yeah, like altitude the, sickness, or yeah, so something like that. And the corporate liaison was just a dick. <laughs> he just wanted that gold. Yeah, and, and I, I remember there was one there was one plot point that that was very unusual, and I was hoping they were going to expand upon it, but didn't. It was like they they. Uh, come across uh, a gold ingot mm -hmm. and you know which is very unusual that the go they would find the gold already processed and sh put into a mold and 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 refined and I was wondering what the hell was that about I was thinking oh I was trying to get ahead of the movie like oh maybe uh, it's just these tales are uh, just fantasy made up stuff and it's actually kind of like you suggested a Scooby-Doo thing mm -hmm. and they're smelting the gold down you know further in the mine like there's uh, there's one thing like that I was kind of going back and forth in the movie with uh, because I looked it up on IMDB and um, I think someone mentioned the word prospector <laughs> and I'm like they might be prospectors because they're yeah you know, they, they, technically yeah they are prospecting and like man how do you make these how do you make seven prospectors not a fun movie yeah like, seven prospectors fighting a monster like this should write itself it, here and here we here's what you have to do it has to take place about like a hundred and a hundred and twenty years before. Okay, so like the 1800s. Like the, like the uh, like, gold rush. Yeah, the gold rush, uh, 1849. Okay, and um, that makes sense because, like, these legends that have been told would have more weight, maybe, on uh, on the soft-brained people in uh, 1849. Yeah, like they're, they're, full of le they're full of lead and mercury. Yeah, they're dumb. They're idiots. Yeah. Like, they and, don't know no better. And, uh, you know, the Native Americans were probably still there at the time because they weren't all murdered by... By us, by yeah. us. So it's uh, it would be more interesting to have, and I want like like Stinky Pete prospector, you know? Oh yeah, like straight up, like unbelievable, almost cartoonish prospector. Yeah. Hey, here's some gold in that cave. Over gold? There. Hey, want to go over there and get my? Uh... Hey, I'm the lead prospector. Oh, Let's no. get the gold. Well, how we go about that? We don't own the land. Doesn't matter we own the land or not. We're going in. I hear lots of people have died. In these in these mines, there's a monster in there in them their mines. <laughs> he says there's a monster in there. Old Native American uh, fairy tales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And monster, the, there weren't no monster in there. What happened to them was just acid, just boiling them alive. It was a weather balloon. <laughs> so, like now, all of a sudden, the main prospector really thirsting after that gold yeah. when he finds it is even more interesting like the whole take 
The whole movie would be a lot more interesting if it was a period piece. Yeah. And also, you know, I guess we are rewriting it. <laughs> yeah, this was well, this was inevitable. Like as soon as you br said prospector, like this was gonna this was gonna be a thing. Like I, I was hoping not to have to rewrite this because it just gets exhausting being so brilliant all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But yeah, like, the Prospector, like, again, once I saw that in IMDb, like, I don't even know if I read it, I don't know if I just imagined it, but I was like, I think they are Prospectors, so yeah. why isn't this fun? Like, yeah, Prospectors, I, I really think, are a really underutilized t character type, because it's almost like, it's almost like a Mad Hatter level of crazy, uh, mm -hmm. but it's, it's mainly, uh, it, but, but it's, it's Americana, it's, it's uh, a part of American culture. Uh, mainly, yeah, and yeah, I'm guessing mainly these people were crazy, not because of the uh, mercury in, in the felt uh, with the <laughs> hats, but more of, like, moonshine poisoning. Like, I'm led to believe that the, the why I like the Prospectors and what I think it was is that the Prospectors may have been a little eccentric, but yeah. they were just passionate, you know? <laughs> they were passionate men. This is when, you know, this is a time when if a man wasn't passionate, like, he's gonna get eaten by bears or something, yeah. like, you know? Yep. Like, so... Like, the, their lust for gold would get them through a bear fight. Yeah, so seven... Seven prospectors all joining together to find... These are the great... Like, especially in a cave where they're like... Alright, to the north we got, uh... We got Colorado to the north, that's being uh -huh. mined hollow. We got California to the west, that's, that's that's pretty much a dead zone. Nobody's going after these caves that, belo that what belong to the natives here. Yeah, but... Every time we go there, they uh, try and kill us. Then we have to do it real quiet-like. <laughs> I don't know. How, can't we just dig, dig under their land and then dig up? No, 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 no. You're, you're stupid. What are you doing? So, and I imagine, like, they have to be very quiet. There's a monster going around killing them, but there's also, like, they yeah. don't want to be caught on this land. And then they find, they get in in the beginning, they find the, uh, the first, like, uh, like, gold piece and everything. Uh, and I imagine they just pull out their pistols. Gold, yeah! And that's it, what awakens the monster. It, is it that, or is it kind of like a, uh, cutthroat thing, like, I found gold. I can't let those guys know. They're gonna, they'll kill me. Like, I think that only the one guy, the main Mr. Feeny guy, should be that cutthroat. <laughs> All right. Like, you know, uh, treasure of the Sierra Madre kind of crazy. It, now, I imagine he's, he's not a prospector. Like, he's kind of, you know, kind of a hoity-toity, you know, ah, dandy man. He's a banker. Yeah, he's a banker. Banker from the East. Yep. Uh, from New York City. Uh, yep, or I'm at, for some reason I imagine he has like a Maine accent. Okay, you want a Maine? Okay. Yeah. Now, I was wondering where all you boys were go- You know, he's a southern pro- he's a southern, uh, farmer. <laughs> he's Benoit Blanc. So I was thinking that even though we don't own this land legally, we can foreclose on it, uh, through, uh, <laughs> whatever means we can. So- uh, I'm gonna say, uh, Ma we foreclose through manifest destiny. So what we're seeing here is that uh, the the mines are owned by the tribe, but if we can get the gold out without them figuring out, we own claim to that gold. So that's why we gotta do this real. Qu this is my main accent. It's, it's it's as good as mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Look. I asked them for a deed to the to their land, and they didn't have one. You can't own land without a deed. So we're gonna go in, and as the rules go, whoever takes the gold first owns the gold. That's the that's them the rules. 
That's and, the rules that I made up. And then I put a flag down, and then it's America. Yeah. So, like, I, I can see this being, like, a much more interesting dynamic if we have... Ooh, ooh, okay. I have a few ideas. So, we have yeah. the, the main banker. Yeah. Uh, the banker from Maine, I mean. Uh, gotta get some lobsters, too, down here. Um... <laughs> My my main accent my main accent is just uh, you're, Fred you're, Gwynn from uh, Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is his name? Yeah, Herman Munster. Yeah, Herman Munster. Um, and but the the writer and his wife they are from New York City. They're the fancy writers from New York City who okay. are coming to explore this legend. And then everybody else are prospectors. Okay. So yeah, I like it. Well, how about the geologist? Is she also a pros prospector? Um. Yes. I want her to be, uh, I want her to be like an, she's a, she's a prospector slash like Annie Oakley type sharp, sharpshooter. Okay, okay. And uh, she's there to defend them from any kind of a Native American attack, just in case things go tits up. Yeah. And uh, then they get into the mine and there's an actual monster in there and like they have, they get picked off one by one by also the, the main, you know, banker. Like, once he gets his gold, he be starts becoming more and more, you know, power-hungry yeah. for it. I don't care if there's poison gas down there or not. I don't care if this whole place explodes. You get down there and start digging that gold. I imagine there's, like, three of them left, and they finally get down to the- they find the gold. And I imagine it's like- it's almost like, uh, Battlefield Earth, where yeah, oh. it's already- it's already, already smelted. Yeah, it's already in gold bar forms, and they just walk in and find it. Like, would you look at that? The gold! And that's when the main, you know, banker starts, uh, starts his, you know, he doesn't slap anybody, he just kills them. Uh, part of me wants to, wants it to be, like, like that how I originally thought it was gonna be. I want a, like, this tribe to have a very sophisticated refinery down deep into the mine, and they've been smelting in, uh, and, uh, smelting and, and putting the gold into ingots for years. Okay. And they're just using this legend to scare people away. Yeah. And it was actually... I, I imagine, uh... It was actually a process set up by the U.S. government. Like, they, uh... They, uh, made a deal with this tribe to smelt the gold and then, uh, made a deal with them to, uh, I guess, the, own the land or blah blah blah. But, uh, I imagine at the end of it all, the, the, uh, liaison gets arrested by a U.S. Marshal. See, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that it's, uh, it's no longer a, I mean, it's exactly what you said, except for the end. Um, okay. like, the legend is, you know, this is, uh, this is the great legend of, uh, like, of snake tits or something like that or or, <laughs> okay. or yeah just like you know the, the this this ancient legend of this monster that lives in this like, mine. like a wendigo yeah um not exactly but yeah, i get what you're saying yeah, yeah like that um and it turns out that yeah it's just a person pretending to be it but yeah. in this mind there's a separate but real legend that is also picking people off so they think it's like the legend of the wendigo but it turns out that it's really this uh this other monster that like Oh, that's, uh, that, that's Quizzicaddle coming out, you yeah. know, or something like that. And, and, uh, it was like, you killed four of our men. No, I only killed one of them. Like, I didn't kill anybody. I've been, uh, just scaring them off one yeah. by one. And then he turns around and it's a bigger, meaner monster that eats them. And it's, it's, it looks like a more sophisticated, uh, version of the costume the guy's wearing. 
Oh, I was gonna say something like completely like different. Like this guy's costume looks like a like a giant, you know, like this one was like a giant tentacled thing. Yeah. But he turns around and is a giant scorpion or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Or yeah. I don't hate the monster in the movie. It's dumb. It had a weird vagina face. Yeah, I, I didn't want to mention that, well, but it did. We have to. Uh, it had a. That was one of the things on IMDb also talking about the oh, vagina yeah. face, and I, I was like, I don't think we should talk about this. So I imagine that it is a, <laughs> it is a Georgia O'Keeffe level of <laughs> vagina face that the real monster has. Like it, it's more symbolic. Yeah. <laughs> like wow. I know what it's supposed to be, but wow. <laughs> and uh Huh. Now how do you how do they, how do they defeat this monster? Well, I kind of wish I didn't say vagina face now. <laughs> um I'm just going to say dynamite. You think they yeah, just what they throw TNT at it? I imagine no. No, I guess something better. They have to find like some like hidden somewhere in his mind. There's also, like, an onyx rock that they have to use to destroy it. Kind of like the, the stones from Indiana Jones? Something like that, like, it's... This thing will not be killed unless it's with this onyx knife, and they have to uh, find it and, you know... So, some ritual knife. Mm-hmm. And they, then then they dynamite it, and it works. Alright, so they, they have to make it... It's like, if unless you stab it with this knife, it will not be mortal. And then, uh, you know, finally making making it vulnerable, they can make it explode. Or, it's like sin. Like, if you'd kill the monster, uh, without the ritual knife, that person becomes the new monster. Huh. Oh, so the monster was my dumb dad. <laughs> the whole time? The whole time? Yeah. But if you stab him with the knife, he'll be gone for goodsies. This is stupid. <laughs> How I would end it is... They they can't they can't reach the knife. No, uh, the knife is somewhere like you know across a chasm or something really stupid. So they just say, "Fuck it, everything burns." They just pile all the TNT. <laughs> and when it comes near, it blows up and it's a big fireball. Everything's cool, and then the knife just goes flying into the air because of the explosion. So yeah. and as the creature's lying dying, the knife just comes down in an arc and lands right on top, right inside of it, and kills, and kills it, it yep. with the final blow. Yep, and that's it. I was gonna say, like, instead of a, I, I was gonna say it was more of a sword in the stone scenario where they just oh. can't get it out of the rock, and the the dynamite loosens it. Oh, that works too. I was gonna say there was a like one of the prospectors who we think is dead comes back and is able to, like, <laughs> I am worthy. <laughs> Shh. I am worth my weight in gold. 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 And then the uh, monster comes in and just uh, eats him. Oh, I was going to have a different ending where he just turns into a golden statue. Oh, I was going to, I was kind of going for like a, uh, you know, he, he opens, he just eats him and then the uh, prospector stabs him, stabs his way out. Just guts it. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> it, no. And you see the monster there walking. <laughs> and it's like a, you see a golden glowing <laughs> light. Like E.T. but yeah, with gold. Exactly. And it, it slowly gets more and more pronounced until it's overwhelming. And then you see the knife come through. And then the prospector following quickly thereafter. And you have... And then he can freeze into gold. <laughs> Go!
This mine is stupid. I hate it. Now they and I imagine that the uh, the banker who survived this, I guess, yeah, he, he just he just carries the. Or he, I guess he can't really carry, but he gets the the golden prospector back home to Maine and melts him down <laughs> into ingots. I was gonna say. I was gonna say like the explosion, uh, like uh. Uh, opens up an aquifer, and now the mine is starting to fill up with water. And he is trying to bring his golden friend home with him, uh, but trips and is pinned down under the under statue. The statue. And uh, just eventually, the water gets him. Oh, that's a that's a horrible way to die. I it like is, it, but it's poetic. Yeah, that's that's really cool. <laughs> and right before the you know, as the the statue's pinned on top of him, as the water's you know, creating and he's <laughs> sputtering and everything yeah. like that. He, for a brief second, you, like, it, the creases of the golden statue's mouth just turn upward just a, just slightly. Just slightly. So it's smiling at the, the this fate. It's, uh, I was gonna say, maybe he just gives a cheeky wink. <laughs> and it just freezes. Ah. <laughs> uh, Alright, oh well. <laughs> and then... Michael Schofield comes and lifts it off him. <laughs> Holmes, thank you. <laughs> I, I I see that you had the log on top of you, but it was a golden log. And that's a lot heavier than it looks. <laughs> well, maybe this... Maybe the miners... Maybe the prospectors just gold-plated. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Gold-plated around stainless steel. Your friend's useless, worthless. You drowned for nothing. <laughs> That would be a much better movie, and I guess we did write one, but yeah, I do now. Now I prom I pri I I I I I I I I promised it earlier today. Okay. Uh, earlier in this podcast, what was a worse movie? A general overall worse movie? Yeah. Like from beginning to end, this or epic movie? Well, I can honestly say, uh, I think this was the worst movie. Uh, though, don't get me wrong, Epic Movie was a coiled turd, and I hate it, and I wish I didn't never- I wish I was never born, mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. at least it had something to watch. I guess that's fair, because at the end of the day, Epic Movie is still a movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. this was... <clears throat> this was a blank screen where every now and again flashlights were. Yeah. Like, it, it was mostly... Uh, people meandering through a cave, and then every once in a while, uh, some OSHA law would be broken and it w there would be a cave-in. The- the cave-ins killed more people than the actual monster. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I... But on the other side, this movie had the- the sin of being just boring and, yeah. you know, un unwatchable, uh, but... You know, epic movie was almost unwatchable for a different way. It was more of an assault. Yeah. It was a- you know, it might have been a worse experience overall. I'm gonna say that my official opinion is I'm gonna side with you that this was this was a worse movie than Epic Movie because uh, Epic Movie had camera work and yeah. like this fails on almost like this the strangeness is that what's called yeah it fails on almost every level of a being a movie because yeah. it doesn't get like you might as well just uh, have filmed. Like a wall off center. <laughs> I will give an ass. I'm gonna give an asterisk though. Uh, okay. That even though uh, 
epic movie was not as bad. It's... It is, in its own way, kind of worse because it had a lot more budget and talent behind it. That's true. You can tell these were just people uh, who maybe got $60 for this and yeah. ran in and started filming some scenes. Yeah, but, yeah. And, and, it, and not only that, it's filmed scenes on what seemed like uh, camera equipment from the 60s. Like, it would be the equivalent of... Uh, like, this failed at being a movie the same way that somebody writing a dirty limerick on a cocktail napkin can fail to be a book. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, there's a, a connection there, like this is something being written down and everything like that, but it has failed to live up to any kind of structure or uh, any kind of medium yeah. uh, that would define a movie. The the way I see it, between the two movies, it's, it's kind of a pick your poison. Like, uh, one movie is the equivalent of being in a soundproof isolation chamber, mm -hmm. and the other one is the equivalent of being in Guantanamo as they play the same, uh, <laughs> song over and over again. So actually, I'm gonna- I'm gonna keep on jumping on this, uh, I'm gonna say that this movie just has to be worse because if it was a choice between, do you want to watch The Strangeness again, or do you want to watch Epic Movie again? Yeah. I'm- I'm gonna pick Epic Movie. Yeah, same- same here. Uh, you know, begrudgingly, but yes. yes no, yeah, I'm not, there's no joy in what I yeah. do. <laughs> it's, uh... Because, at, at least, you- there's something to be said about the- about Epic Movie. You can- there's scenes that you can rewatch and hate all over again. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, you know, with the- the- the strangeness, there's really... Like, if you've seen one- if you watch one scene from the movie, you've seen pretty much all of the movie. Now, which is sad because I think the strangeness had a better idea. Like, the concept of the movie oh, yeah. could have been good. It just, it was just a whiff. <laughs> it was like, oh boy, did they miss the mark on this one. I, I think this was a money laundering scheme. It had to have been. You know, like, it, like, there was no, there was no way that, uh, that they thought this was a great, uh, a great idea. They didn't, like I said, they didn't even have... Lighting. I think all of their scenes were lit with flashlights. And it's almost like, what are we? We need a monster for this, otherwise it won't work. Yeah. Um. But what's the cheapest thing we could do? Oh uh, well, uh, my my cousin, uh, my my little cousin Ronnie, he can do some stop motion with his toys. All right, good. Get Harold's sex toy in there, and we'll tape it onto some other toys. All right. And then that'll be that. Uh, all right, well, in the time frame you got, you gave him, we were only able to get three minutes of footage. All right, whatever. It's fine. Three minutes is better than no minutes. Like, people are just gonna be necking while watching this movie anyway, so who cares? <laughs> I, I hope so, because if they're watching this movie, they're gonna, like, I was thinking while I'm watching, I'm like, man, imagine spending money to watch this movie. I would have been pissed. Like, you go to the theater, and you, like, the strangeness and like I imagine all the advertisements or the uh, the posters show the big you know tentacle pussy monster yeah and you're like huh that could be cool and you go in you watch this movie like you walk out feeling like you just got slapped Cheated. yeah like you just bought a lemon at the uh, at the dealership like as you were walking in it would have been pro it would have been equally 
as waste of uh, an equal waste of money if someone just mugged you for it. And in fact, it would have been more entertaining had you've been mugged. Yeah. Because then you have a story to tell. You have a story to tell, and it didn't last uh, so long. Yeah. <laughs> There's no hour and a half long muggings that yeah. go on. Yeah. That, that's a hostage situation. And if there are, they're doing it wrong. Yeah. All right. All right. But fine. Go back to your car and get your purse. I'll follow you. I. Uh, I didn't. I. Oh, okay. I. I left my wallet at home. If you if you want if you want to tag along, yeah, I'm hopping in the back seat. All right. Or what, All right. what radio station you like? Um, I'm really more into classical rock, but uh, no, we're not listening to that. Uh, well, okay. Do you have alternative? I like alternative. Uh, okay, we'll keep the radio off. Anything but country is fine. All right. No. You like country? Yeah. All right. You're not gonna survive this mugging. All right. They. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that your? Yeah, they get in there, you know, into the house. Give me. Get, hurry up. Get your wallet. Oh, is that your dog? Yeah. Hey, what's his name? Uh, Toby. Oh, Toby. Oh, how's it going? Oh, he's a good dog. Uh, just go get your wallet. I'm just gonna sit with the dog here. Uh, yeah, uh, Toby, give him your paw. Yeah. Oh, no, other one. <laughs> he, he knows He knows other one. He knows Paul. He knows other one. He's, can he, can he's, he, sm he's smart. Can, can he, you know, speak? Speak. We haven't gotten to speak yet. Speak. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, oh. This this is how you do it. You got you got to, you got to rile them up and start doing, it, and then you, you get the trigger words. Oh, that's not a bad idea. All right. Do you Toby. want this money or not? I was like, wait, wait. Toby, speak. Yeah, Toby, speak. Toby, come on, come on. Ah, you did it. You did it. Good boy. All right, Good. now now give him a treat. Give him a treat. Uh, uh, I'm out of treats. You want to go to the dog treats? You want to go to the pet smart? Uh, yeah, yeah. This whole thing's gonna require a treat. So let's just go. Take your wallet, and we'll go get some treats. All right, Toby. Let's go for a ride. <laughs> That'd be, that'd be, this, this mugger has become the best friend of this guy. He's, he's all, all of a sudden he's part of the family. Yeah. Like, they're having a good time together. And I imagine also, like, you know, it kind of sucks though that I didn't get to see that movie. Yeah, shit, it's fine. Uh, oh, oh, hold on, before we go, the, uh, you want anything from the Taco Bell? Um, yeah, I could eat. Uh, yeah, what do you want? So, I guess I'll take a quesadilla. Uh, chicken quesadilla. Chicken? Chicken? Oh, okay. Weirdo. Uh, I'm just gonna have Fine, a couple- Fine, cheese. Cheese quesadilla. Fine. Fine! Alright, I'll, I'll just take a couple tacos. Uh, is it too late to also get a Baja Blast drink? I- I, I don't think so. Alright, cool. It, um, can I get a Baja Blast too? You know, get- get- just get a- get a soft chicken- soft chicken taco for Toby. Okay, soft chicken- you know Cancel the whole order. Let's just get the big box. You know, we'll get the box of everything. There's something for everybody. Every in it. time I get a big box, I just feel so bloated and nauseous. I know, I know, but if you'll we'll give the rest of Toby, yeah, Toby's gonna be happy with yeah. it. Oh, Toby threw up. <laughs> Damn it! You know how much that cost me? That big box is like twelve dollars. Yeah, I know. Uh, let's just head to the Walmart real quick and get some paper towels. All right, all right. <laughs> Like, while we're here, I have a grocery list. You mind if I pick up a few things? No, that's fine. Uh, I do need eggs and milk. Do you need me to pay for it? No, 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 I got my own money. <laughs> I've mugged a lot of people today. All right. Eggs and milk, eggs and milk. Don't let me forget eggs and milk. I guess I can get the dog biscuits here. They have dog biscuits. Yeah, I, yeah but but do they have the all-natural ones that PetSmart have? Uh, you really, you really believe that bullshit? He's your dog. He's a member of your family. He doesn't give a crap what stuff I put in front of him. Yeah, I know, but look at... Have you seen the comparisons in a video? Hold on, like, let me bring up a YouTube video. Alright, yeah. so this is one fed by a, you know, regular, uh, yeah. disgusting garbage that you feed your dog. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah, he loves it, but you know what? And this is the same dog five years later. Look how fat he is. These dogs don't last. Yeah, but he looks happy. He looks happy, sure, but 
Look at this dog. Healthy, uh -huh. all natural. Look at him run. He can't run far. He's but sick. look at him run. He looks so sick. He's fine. Yeah, he looks sick, but inside, that is a machine right Do there. Dogs and need- He poops five times a day. Dogs need protein, not this tofu crap. He poops five times a day. Yeah, like, that's not healthy. Like, and it's- it's- it's all liquid. All liquid. <laughs> like, I've- I've stopped getting bags, and I've just got a mop. Uh, and I just follow him around <laughs> with the mop. <laughs> it's easier just to put a diaper on him. <laughs> now, this is dark. Uh, gentlemen, would you two mind leaving this door? You're disturbing the customers. Who the hell does this guy <laughs> think he is? You know what? Give me your money. Yeah, give him his- give him your money. We only carry $20 cash here. I don't care. Go into the- alright, then go into the back. Yeah, well, actually, corporate's probably the best place to go. <laughs> alright, we're going to corporate. Where's corporate? Yeah, let's go to corporate. <laughs> uh, I think it's in North Dakota. Alright, right, we're driving. Toby, get in, we're driving. <laughs> Actually, I, I should probably put him in the kennel. Uh, uh let me, let me, uh, make an appointment. Alright. <laughs> this is... It's far more, far more entertaining than the movie we just watched. We just wrote two better movies than <laughs> The Strangeness. Uh, Mugging Friends. <laughs> That's the name of the movie. Mug Buddies. <laughs> And it's a golden retriever dog, so it fits into the Airbud universe. <laughs> I thought you were gonna do it because oh, it's gold, but that works too. But yeah, Airbud works too. Mud, mug buddies, <laughs> mug buddies, <laughs> Airbud mugging edition. So Airbud life on the street, <laughs> Airbud in the hood. Okay, Airbud back to the hood. If Leprechaun can do it. Why can't Airbud? Airbud in space. We already did that. Was there a space airbud? No, but we did it for the uh, the, the Megan for the giant oh, sex yeah, toy. Oh yeah, that's right. So uh, what were you saying? I don't remember. You don't remember? That's what the movie does. It takes away. Like I said, I, I, we're gonna wrap this up here soon. But uh, yeah, like there were times where I mean, ninety percent of the movie I spent on my phone because it was I noticed just, because I was like after ten minutes I'm like, okay, I don't think I'm gonna miss anything by scrolling around, so I'm like, I was thinking while we were watching, I'm like, what's worse? Me being on my phone and just looking up every now and again when something mildly interesting happens, or falling asleep to it? Uh, we I- We were both equally as engaged. Yeah. Like, I, I think you probably had the better idea. I was- I actually had to prop my right eye open. I remember. Uh, just to- just to stay awake. And there were even times I still fell asleep with my eyes open. Because I remember I was- uh, I was talking, I was making my jokes, making my riffs, and you were just like, Eh, eh, eh where did that dog come from? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I say that? No, but, uh, there was like a one scene, it was, um... Oh, I forget what it was, it was- Oh, when a guy got collapsed, when, uh, uh, Wish.com's version oh, yeah. of- Like a cave-in collapsed and lands on top of him, and it's like, and I'm making jokes about it for like, 20 seconds, and you're like, hey, that's good, and then you say, when did he get collapsed on? <laughs> I'm like, I've, I've been riffing this whole time about it. I, I think you might have, you might have set, riffed when I was in that, uh, that, that pre-sleep fog. Like, oh, yeah, that, that, uh, like the, the, like the Christmas lights. Yeah, the, the Christmas, yeah, the Christmas lights, or when, uh, uh, you thought I had that 10-minute conversation with you. Yes, 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 I remember. And that weird fog, like, uh, had... Gentle viewers, has this ever happened to you where, like, you're uh, in this weird awake but, you know, kind of dreaming state? Yeah, quasi-conscious. Yeah, like, 
you maybe say something or do something or hear something or talk about something that you're not not really going on, but you're still like you go from being in a real situation to talking to a friend or in this case a roommate, yeah. um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're 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 dreaming and halfway dreaming and there's a no pause in between. Yeah, and, and yeah, it just transitions smoothly uh, from one state of mind to the other, and you don't even know. And sometimes, even sometimes, still the real world will leak through, and you'll comment on it. But it'll also still be nonsense. That is what the strangeness <laughs> has done to had, had done to Britain. Yeah, I had uh, entered a a quasi like a, a an, another state of consciousness uh, without the use of drugs, oddly enough. Yeah, that's uh, fun. And uh, and was just apparently having a conversation with Mark, uh, unbeknownst to myself. Like I think that's good for uh, a good ad for the movie, or at least a blurb to put on the, the VHS box, just like, it'll send you into a translucent state where you're no longer waking or dreaming, but everything is nonsense. <laughs> You'll lose all sense of faculty. You'll wish that you were dreaming and you and you might fall asleep. <laughs> Best sleep aid. <laughs> Roger Ebert says, I don't remember half of it, I was on the phone. <laughs> uh, Gene Siskel said, what the hell happened? <laughs> Um, Leonard Malton says, Three stars, loved every minute of it, but it was a really good dream I had also. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know anymore. I know, I, we've run the uh, gamut uh, of... Uh, 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 hold, hold, hold on, uh, 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 Paul, uh, James Lipton, uh, oh, that hurt. Uh, James, James Lipton said, yeah, it was alright. <laughs> Gene Shallot. <laughs> Nice, nice. <laughs> Gene Shalit said, I hated every frame of this movie. You know that weird state where you start babbling and then you have to have the cops called on you because maybe you showed <laughs> your penis to someone you shouldn't have? <laughs> no? Oh. It'll... That's my review. It'll make you show your penis. <laughs> the movie was the problem. I didn't show my penis to that concession worker because it was my fault. I was doing it against my will. I saw the strangeness. I wasn't the only one showing my penis there. And, he, and I, I wasn't the only one who saw the strangeness. <laughs> so did the concession worker. And that Paul Rubens guy was there too. He showed his penis also. That might be unrelated though. <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh yeah. Dogs! Mug, <laughs> mug buddies! Yeah. Five stars! Cute movie for the kids! <laughs> Take the whole family! It's worth every minute! And it won't get you arrested! And you won't want to show your penis! <laughs> it's slowly, slowly becoming a Danny DeVito. <laughs> so, yeah. uh... So that is our review of, um... Ah! Of, uh... All right. Uh, yeah, I bent my toe backwards. You bit your toe? No, I bent my toe oh. backwards. Uh, I can hardly fit my toe anymore. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, yes. I'm gonna say this movie was a fart movie. True and oh, true. Yeah. I, it might be. I, 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 I'm tempted to give it the full ten farts. Hmm. I, I'm leaning more towards seven or eight. Ooh. Four, and there's, there's a reason. Like, ooh, I don't know, actually. Nine. nine. All right, nine farts. Nine farts, and the only reason that it gets one less fart than the max 
is because there is an idea in there that could be good. And also, uh, the stop motion takes, at the very least, a slight level of... That's fair. ...of vision. Like, there's a one scene in the movie where somebody's flashing a camera as the mon the slow uh, the the stop motion monster is moving towards them yeah. so you can only see it every few frames yep. coming a little bit closer and it was kind of neat it worked with the the flashing and the stop motion i thought it was yep. cool that saved it from a full barrage of farts and also i i wonder if it's if, if there's just something worse kind of like some uh some old you know old great one like a a, a a lovecraftian beast that we can't even fathom that would be even worse like we keep falling down the rabbit hole and it's not and there's something that's not fair because there's a lot that goes into these fart reviews yeah because where does the amazing bulk land on that that, that is, is that is a worse movie technically than what we just saw here i'd still watch the amazing but bulk yes again. exactly it get i wouldn't give it as many farts it's weird it's a new level of bad that we'd reached but it's also not nothing can top just a old-fashioned, boring, yeah. poorly lit like uh, shit fest. Yeah. So nine farts, I think is fair. I think. But what uh, could the old one, old great one, be? I I I I I, I perish to I perish to even wonder. Like I, I imagine it's something like that makes you insane, just like uh, the Call of Cthulhu. So this is a modern day, like, 21st century Cthulhu myth where yeah. the, the movie, you know, is so bad that it drives people stark raving mad. Yeah, like, it, it, can, it, it cannot be comprehended uh, as, you know, with the, the human mind is not broad enough to understand it. it it's actually, it'd be funny if, like, we finally found it, you know, it's like in this old ancient temple and we, like... Like, find the box and we open it up like, this is it, Britain. Like, whatever happens, we have to watch this. It's cool town. It uh, was a cool town or cool... Cool world. No, I, I... Cool world. Well, my joke was gonna be, it was, uh, look who's talking now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, oh, I saw it in theaters. It wasn't, it wasn't drive you crazy bad, but that's the... Uh, ah, that's a disappointment. I'm Danny DeVito and I'm a dog who's helping another dog. <laughs> Diane Keaton. Yeah, there's good actors in this movie. <laughs> Why'd you rent it? I saw it in theaters. You did? Yes. My grandmother took me. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last movie I think she took us to, actually, also. I, w I don't blame her. Um, and I remember thinking, oh, this is this is good. This is a good movie. And going to school, because when you're a kid, every movie is, like, you uh, know. No, I, I saw that movie. I rented that movie when it came out, and I thought it was shit well, then. Well, I meant every movie you see in the theaters, you know, because it's the uh, experience yeah. you're caught up in more than anything else. So, like, that's probably why I liked The Phantom Menace the first time I saw it. So, um, then, like, I went back from school, and I was telling everyone, look who's talking now. Great move. <laughs> I, I remember I, I rented that, and uh, I put the the VC, I put it in the VCR and pressed play, and it was the opening scene to all the Look Who's Talking movies, where it's the the egg going, yeah, you know, plopping down in the sperm. And I remember my mom saw it and said, "Another one of these movies." <laughs> like, I want to say that there is a, a whole. A bunch of movies that we haven't seen that start like this. Yeah. Like, um... Wait, there's more Look Who's Talking? No, but, uh, you know how we found out recently, like, 
that there's a lot of more music in the 80s that we were ever oh yeah well, yeah like like wow i could even think of you know I think there's a lot more movies that start off with eggs, <laughs> you know, and, you know, th like that we don't even know about. Like, like, I want one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets to start that way. Like, it turns out the that... The Dream Child. Like, that would make a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> uh, it, oh, now I want to re-edit that. Anyway, like, it turns out that in, like, Scandinavia, like, there's a whole genre of movies that start with this. It, that start... It, conception movies, it, they're called. It, it, it was... Uh, required by law that all movies start even imported movies have to start with that like they have it's a whole genre called conceptualies you know <laughs> that start with conception like huh like uh, even the horror movies even the horror movies this is about a this is about a heist yeah there's yeah. conception I don't get it you it's a cultural thing you wouldn't understand it, it's, it's just you You'd have to be born and live here for about 15 to 20 years. Yeah, it's kind of- it's a language thing. It was a good movie! I love conceptualese! I love it when I see sperm on the screen <laughs> that I don't contribute to! Uh, alright, alright, Mr. Shell. I, I think- I think that's enough out of you. We're dissing Gene Shell. he's probably a nice guy. I, I have never met him, but I'm sure he's fine. I don't know why we made him out to be this <laughs> enormous pervert. But, uh, this is what the movie does. It will make your- it'll make Gene Shallot show his penis to people, and it'll also make us make fun of Gene Shallot. <laughs> Gene Shallot's the real victim. Yeah. <laughs> he might have been because he was a critic. He might have had to watch this movie. <laughs> I- I am looking up Gene Shallot's review of Strangeness. Uh, I'm not gonna- we're gonna cut this out before I find it because I don't want to spin here. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, just know that I'm looking it up, and just know that the strangeness. A uh, doo-doo movie that was nine parts. Uh, it, it was it meandered and went nowhere. Uh, I couldn't really find many redeeming qualities to it, uh, aside from the, like you said, the stop motion, which does take at least a monochrome of, ta of talent. Uh, I can't say I I give it a hearty recommendation uh, for anyone other uh, anyone else to watch it unless you. Uh, need a reason to fall asleep or just want some noise in the background. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a pass. Gene Shallot didn't review the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. I have a feeling this was a really under-the-radar movie. But, um, yeah, I, I'm gonna give this movie that nine farts. I agree with what Britton said that, you know, there's... doesn't get the full barrage because there was a little bit there, but at the same time, like, it's almost... Like, you can't even call it a movie. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Uh, so, don't watch this. Don't... You, you weren't going to, so... Yeah. I'm sorry for even bringing it up, because now there's a greater chance that you're going to watch this because we said don't watch it than if we had just ignored the movie completely. It, 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 let, let us be the ones who have watched it for you. Let us... Let us carry the burden, you know? Yeah. Put you on our shoulders and all that stuff. But anyway, um, movie sucks. Don't watch it. The mm -mm. end. Uh, so, uh, I guess that'll be it for us. Uh, take it easy, everybody. Uh, to Lou. That ought to hold the little SOBs.